podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of North London Is, where Julian and Perry discuss, debate and banter about their beloved Tottenham and Arsenal, as well as the main Premier League talking points. Hello and welcome to another episode of North London Is. Just to remind you, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. So, Pez, how are you doing? Good week? Very good week, Jules. Good to the uh, good to see the Premiership is up and running. But come on, let's get straight into it before we even discuss the weekend's results so far. It's all about Harry. He's finally gone. He's finally proved he's not the biggest loser of all time. You, you've got to agree, thank thank the Lord, he's finally gone. Listen, I, as you know, just come back from a family holiday. Um, I'm 52. It ruined my last week. It ruined my last week. I actually didn't think Levy could sell him. I don't think, you know, Levy would want that legacy of selling our greatest ever goal scorer. Um, I just didn't think... 100 million, Jules. 100 million pounds. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's pittance. He's worth more than that. He's worth two, three hundred million to Spurs. I mean, I'll tell you what, you know, as a fan, listen, as a business decision, I sort of get it. But he cost us nothing. So if he walked out for nothing next year, so what? We probably would get fifth, which probably will make Champions League next season because five clubs should be able to get into Champions League. And I think with Kane, we probably could have got that fifth spot. Um, listen, we may still do it. Who knows? But we could certainly have a better chance with with Kane there. And I just thought, at least if we get into the Champions League and he goes for a free, it would have killed me, 100%. But we would have been in potentially the Champions League and would have been able to attract, hopefully, uh, a sort of decent striker. We're not in Europe now. Very hard to attract that sort of quality striker. Um, and to do it a day before the Premier League started, it's just a disgrace. I mean, he, he, as I say, he cost us nothing, absolutely nothing. He is our greatest ever goal scorer. And, you know, if he cost us 60, 70 million three or four years ago, then fine, make a 40 million pound profit. But it, it's to do it, the, you know, a day before. What they should have done is turned round to buy Munich and said, if you want him, you pay 120 or whatever it was by the end of July and we can plan for our season. Um, I feel terribly sorry for Ange, um, you know, a day before. He, you know, listening to his comments since Kane was sold, he obviously knew from day one that he was going. So it's come more of a shot to the fans than probably the manager or, or, or the players. But, um, you know, you say a loser, right? I saw an interesting fact last night about your wonderful Henri. Thierry Henry. Is that the World Cup winner, Thierry Henry? Right. Who played in nine finals, nine finals, and scored 
How many goals do you think he scored in those nine finals? Not many. Not many. <laughs> Zero. Let's just round it off. Right? Not many. 15 semi-finals he played in. Scored two. I remember. So, yeah. And I actually only think I only think one of them was for Arsenal. <laughs> I only think one of them was for Arsenal. Listen, let's get back to Kane because we can't compare. And also, you just let Bang Yang and uh, Lacazette leave. For nothing. So yes, you can have a go at Spurs getting 120 million, but we did. I'm not having to go. I think he had to go. I think I think I've listened to what you've said, and you you're, you're talking from your heart, which at the end of the day we all do. And if it was the other way round, listen, my my my, this is my thoughts on Harry Kane. For six or seven years, I think Tottenham. I know you're going to completely disagree. I think Tottenham has been Harry Kane. I, I honestly believe without him, you wouldn't have had the success that you've had. When I say success, success, I you know, don't mean trophies, but what I mean is top Getting four the Champions League final that champion. Well, he didn't get no that 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 is the weird one. That is the weird one, that run. What I like to call what I like to call the flukiest run in the history of Champions League football. But no, I'm talking about top four. Consistently, the guy, if fit, would score between 20 and 30 goals every season. You've got him for zero. The majority of friends of mine who I've spoken to back in 15, 14, 15 and 16 said he was absolutely garbage. He's not going to do anything for us. Within about 18 months, realised that this is potentially a world-class player. And I would say without any question... Five years ago, he was in the top three strikers, well, number nines in the world. Daniel Levy had him by the balls in 2000 and was it 18 when City came in for him and basically said, or was it, no, three, three years ago. Yeah, 20, so, two years ago. Yeah, 21. He wanted to go to, he wanted to go to City. Let, let's remember that. Year, he wanted to, well, who wouldn't want to go to City? Yeah. He wanted to go to City. He had him by the balls. He had a long-term contract. And now Daniel Levy was in a very difficult situation because if you read The Athletic today, have done the whole kind of what's gone on in the last year. He told Postacoglu he didn't want to stay. He yeah. told Levy he didn't want to stay. The one area where I do agree with you is that what, what Levy should have said to Bayern and Harry Kane is if this deal is not done by July the whatever, yeah. it's, it's, it's out. But money, the problem for Levy is he's gonna he, he knows that he can get if Bayern really want him, he can get a hundred million pounds. Yeah. Remember what your debt is, Joel. You don't give a shit, but remember what your debt is on the stadium. You know, Listen, as I say, you're quite right. It's a heart rule in the head and business decision, you know, you can understand why Levy's. I think the frustration is not that they've done the deal, that Levy hasn't for one reason or the other and it's not totally down to Levy I know there's a lot of uh, anti-Levy especially on Twitter but mm. Levy hasn't built a team around Kane that enables Kane not to want to leave right Kane wants to leave because he wants to challenge for top trophies did you have a team? That team around him no but did you have a team though did you when you had okay let's just and I don't want to spend the whole of the podcast talking about Harry Kane, but let, let's let's just go back a little while. When you had Vertonghen out of the role, Danny Rose, Carl Walker, Dembele, Deli Ali, Eriksson, Kane, Son, and whoever, <coughs> surely you should. Did you not underachieve with that side? 
surely you should have won the odd FA Cup or, you know, I, d- I don't know. This is what was Ericsson as good as he was, Spurs fans say, was Alderweireld and Vertonghen a world-class centre-half partnership? You know, Listen, what, our, our is- problems stem from 2019. The last four years, footballing decisions getting rid of Poch instead of backing him after the Champions League final when Poch said he needed a rebuild and it would be painful and he might have the best mansion in the world but unless you've got decent furniture it means nothing and you know what it's cheaper to get rid of you than to get rid of five or six players and rebuild so he got rid of him and he brought Jose and I believe he probably brought got Jose in to pacify Kane Top Hollywood boss might keep Kane, um, and we might win to keep Kane. Um, yeah. Obviously, that that fell flat. He was slightly unlucky, Levy, because obviously the pandemic came, crowds couldn't come, money wasn't there to back Conte maybe as much. Um, but then he sacked Conte, um, sacked Jose, brought in Nuno, which was a most bizarre decision ever. That lasted yeah. two minutes. Well, it was probably a stopgap, um, wasn't it, Nuno? And then he brought in Conte. Yeah, I can't Conte, to be this honest. Time year, but mm-hmm. hold on, this time last year, when we started the season, and you beat Southampton, was it 5-1 on the opening game of the season? Yeah, right? Probably. You had Son, Kane, Kulashevsky, Basuma, Bentoncourt. you still got Bentoncourt to come back. Romero, I don't know, Emerson, you know, Lloris. Eric Dyer, fine. Spurs fans don't like him. That's a decent side. Yeah, listen. Uh, we said in the first podcast, and I won't go over it, last season snowballed to ridiculous levels, partly because Conte had three close friends that, that passed away, which obviously is is, is, is sad. Um, then he was very unwell, missed sort of a month, six weeks. Um, team wasn't playing well and he just downed his tools uh, and the team downed their tools. Um, so, you know, very disappointing season and and hence, you know, he went and they, they've now got Ange. But listen, as you say, we can't keep on dwelling. We've got to rebuild new era. Um, he's gone to buy Munich. Um, Are you going to be watching the Bundesliga every week? Listen, no. I, I, do I hope he does well? Yeah, but, I, you know, I'm not going to mention him in every tweet. You know, there's lots of Spurs fans out doing that. Um, would have been a bit embarrassing had he won his first trophy within 24 hours last night. So I uh, can't say I'm, I'm devastated he didn't win. I wish him well. He gave us 19 years. You, you can't not wish him well. Listen, the guy um, was a phenomenal player for Spurs. You know, and as he said in his farewell message, you never know what may happen. He may be there two or three years. And may come back and if he stays hopefully... fit. Yeah, I think if he stays yeah. fit and he doesn't have any more, he doesn't. Re- he's not reliant on pace. He's got the he's got the potential to play for maybe five, six more years. Funny enough, I actually thought when I watched him last year, I think he had a phenomenal season. I mean, phenomenal season. He scored thirty goals in a yeah, very but positive. physically, physically, when I looked at him, although. He was obviously, and he was talking about that in one of they were talking about that in one of the articles. He felt great. He's not the dynamic, powerful, quite a speedy merchant for somebody who's not like an out and out quickie. Yeah. I personally don't think he's as he doesn't go in for any tackles anymore. I've noticed that. 
And who knows? Look, Spurs are in a very, very difficult situation, which gives me a lot of joy that you've lost, I think, a player who, if Arsenal had Harry Kane right now, I'd actually make Arsenal favourites for the league. That's how good he is. I think if he yeah. went to Man United, I think, it, you know, he, he would... Man United would be favourites or Arsenal would be favourites. And that's... And I know how much better Man City are at the moment than Man, you know, than Man United or Arsenal. Let's so we get on to Arsenal and well, yeah. Let, let's talk about your nervy start to the season. Um, have we talked charity shield yet? He must have been plucked in the last ten minutes yesterday. Hold on, have we talked about the fact that we've already won a trophy? What trophy is that? <laughs> the charity shield. I think. Oh, you regard. Oh, yeah. Arsenal fans do regard that as a trophy. That's hundred percent. One hundred percent. We've we've got to the charity shield. I think the last four or five times we've played in it, we've won it. We took on Man City. They had a strong side. We had a fairly strong side as well. Maybe ours was slightly stronger than our, our theirs. Listen, we'll we'll go over that game very quickly. I was watching that whilst I was away, and the commentator about five minutes before the end oh, before came out with a stat that the winners of the Champions League, I know, and of the Championship, very rarely go on to win the league. So I wasn't jumping up and down when you equalised, but add a little smile, add a little smile. Anyway, yeah. let's go yesterday. back to Nottingham Forest yesterday. Obviously, the last time you played them. Not great memories away at the city no, ground. No, um, two 0 up, coasting, comfortable. You must have been very happy. Probably turned it off. <coughs> I was pleasantly surprised with how well we played with a complete new system, three new players, our magnificent world class centre forward out. Uh, our centre-half from Brazil out. He had played 52 league games in a row and Arteta decided to do some kind of experiment with him, uh, which was a bit weird. Zinchenko was out as well. They also didn't start with their centre-forward, their top goal scorer, or the chap who um, caused us a lot of problems when he came on. It was Alanga, Anthony Alanga. Um, I think Arsenal... He is quick. I think, listen, I think Arsenal... We'll have a lot of games like the game they played yesterday. We're going to have teams that are going to come play 5-5. We're going to have to get, we're going to have to use the ball out wide. I saw some guys on Twitter going, oh, we didn't play well. It was two, it was two pieces of genius that won us the game. Oh, you know, we, we're not going to play well. Da, da, da. Sorry, I've been watching football for over 45 years. It's normally genius that wins most games. You know what I mean? It might not be the genius of Saka's goal yesterday, but... um. No, it was, look at the stats. I always say, have a look at the stats. Not in terms of, you know, in a game like that, we had all the possession. Saliba had more touches of the ball than Nottingham Forest did in the first half. Seriously, wow. think about that for the moment. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Uh, but we were playing Nottingham Forest. Um, Declan Rice was solid. Thomas Party was outstanding again. Saliba was brilliant. I don't rate it. How do you think Rice played? I thought he was good. I thought he was seven out of ten, but I don't think Rice will ever give us, you know, ten out of ten. He's not a, you know, he's not a Zinedine Zidane. He's not a, that type of player. But what he gave us is when they broke yesterday three or four times, he, unlike Shaka, was there to clean it up. And I think where we're going to make our money on Declan Rice is away at Man U, City, 
Liverpool, Newcastle, Chelsea. Yeah. I will allow myself to say Spurs as well. In those big away games where teams will exert pressure onto us, Declan Rice will play well. Havertz, very six out of ten. Okay, nothing special. Uh, the boy Julian Timber is a wonderful signing. Craig. He does look good, but that looked a nasty injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've got... Listen, it's Arsenal, Julian. We we don't we're not lucky. No, you're the only team that gets injuries. I forgot. Sorry. You know, we've started the season without our top forward, oh. our most oh, my violin, <laughs> our most expensive, our most expensive forward. Listen, yesterday, I know we've spent a lot of money. I was thinking about this just before we came on. Saka, Inketia, Martinelli. Think about all the top clubs in the world. How much they've spent on their front three. Saka. Martinelli and Ketia started yesterday. That I think we got them all for eight million. You know, it's I don't, and I think that's why we won't win the league because I don't think Inketia is good enough. You know, I know he scored a nice goal. I mean, he always. I mean, I don't watch Arsenal every week like you, but his goal scoring record's not bad. It's okay, but you put in a Kane, a Haaland, even a Julian Alvarez, a Salah. Um, Lewandowski, people like that. Arsenal would be a lot better. Listen. I don't, I, I, I don't totally disagree with your comments on Eddie, but do you think the same argument can be pointed at Jesus? I think that the Jesus, the problem with Jesus is he doesn't score as many goals as he should. The difference is what he does is create a lot more havoc and comes into the game a lot better than I believe Eddie. I would have loved to have seen Balogun. My sources are telling me that it is likely that Balogun will go for around the £40 million mark. Listen, Arsenal's net spend at the moment is £180 million this summer. It ain't going to be by the end of the window. We are going to have to very, very clever buy David Raya um, on the £3 million loan. But we've we've got to make... There's rumours now Tierney's going to go. I wouldn't do that. If Timber's out for three months, I wouldn't be doing that. He'll come back into the squad. Um... I would like to see another centre forward. There's no way it's going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. We are not going to buy a player for 60, 70, 80 million and have a net spend of over, a, you know, a quarter of a billion in one summer. We'll sell Balogun, we'll sell Tierney. Going back to yesterday's game. I mean, do you think, I mean, obviously I'm hoping as a Spurs fan, do you think all the money that you've spent, are you not worried that there could be a big money sale? In the next, I think, there might, I think there will be. Uh, it won't be any of the players you saw yesterday. I'm not yesterday. talking about Holding or Cedric. I'm talking about, hopefully, Saka. No, 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 no. no. Odegaard. Listen, listen. Starboy <laughs> Bakayo Saka, who will be the first name on the England sheet now with, with your old mate, Harry. He ain't going anywhere. And if he does, listen, if football can change very quickly, where I will say to you this, and I've said it to all my, all my Arsenal friends, Arsenal finish fourth or fifth this season and they're still back in the Champions League. There'll be a lot of pressure. People will start coming into Saliba again. Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard. They're all on long-term contracts. There's big pressure on Arteta this season. Massive pressure. Massive pressure. And he's got a... But I like the way he started yesterday. We played three at the back. And I love that. I thought, that's what I want to see. So last year, my problem with Arteta was it's a little bit predictable. We knew the first 11 every week. We knew the way we were going to play. I think we've now got a squad. 
Hopefully Jesus will be back soon. I don't think he'll be back for Palace or Fulham. Very so important. You would have preferred, so what you're saying, you would have preferred the money maybe you spent on Harvets on an out-and-out goal scorer? I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. I'd be getting rid of Enketia, I'd be getting rid of Balogun, and I'd be I'd be signing Ivan Tony. I wouldn't like it if you boys bought him. I think he's a good player. He's not Harry Kane, but he's a very, yeah, very good player. I, I think that's a, a possibility. And, you know, listen, he can't play till January, and Levy certainly ain't going to buy anyone in August and pays wages if he can't play till January. But... Uh, Tony. No, Spurs' problem, problem with Tony is that who else is going to come in for Tony? Well, you know, if it's just yeah. Spurs, if it's just Spurs, he might well go in for Spurs. I think he'll probably owe Brent for the season, but next summer, next summer he will. But you yeah, know, I mean, we'll see. It, it will be interesting. To, you know, the Spurs game today, and I think you know, I don't think our front three played that well at all today. Uh, Son, Richardson. So the Spurs game today, yeah. Are we saying Spurs v Brentford or yeah. Spurs v Brentford reserves? Why? Because they missed one player. They missed their <laughs> captain. Then me. Then me was on the bench. That that was obviously a tactical decision. Ooh, I mean, we did. Yeah, have... yeah, it was a little bit. Jensen oh, going off. Then in, in that case, it's our seaside without Romero, <laughs> without Bentacor. Yep. And without the man I won't name, who's currently residing in Munich. Right, he's, um, gone now. he's not partying. He's not partying. <laughs> tell me, tell me, if Ben, me, and Tony and Jensen just doesn't go off, I think I, I've, I'm, I'm reading on Twitter that oh, if Romero doesn't go go and we win this game, blah, blah, blah. I watched. Listen, I didn't watch all the game. I have to say, I didn't watch all the game. I think Madison is going to be a delight for Spurs fans. Yeah. I think Basuma looks like he's the player that you bought last year that Arsenal should have bought. I mean, um, Conte totally missed. Yeah, I think he's a good player. Now. I think the guy at the back, the kid at the back, the left back looks a really good prospect. I think he's got yeah, he played well. Van der Ven, I think he's got a lot good. to learn. I think he's got a lot to learn. I think you know he his his tactical um, brain. I think will improve as will Emerson because I think when who what did I say? I think was it Rico Henry was running at Emerson a, a bit. I think he looked a little bit a little bit dodgy the new boy at the back physically he looks like drago from rocky four <laughs> um was it van der ven yeah you know he, he looks like he could be a good player but but spurs unless something happens really special you are not going to finish in the top four this season because a game like today if you have harry kane on the pitch i think you probably win that three two maybe even four two that's true. I mean, we, we we created little chances for Richardson. He, he had a couple which you know Kane may have put away, but we eighteen only... shots, six on target. Yeah, but we only drew two all last season at uh, at Brentford, and uh, they only lost. It's a decent result. At... Yeah, they only lost twice at home last season yeah. at Brentford, and you know one of Brentford, those times going against... to Brentford on the opening day of the season is not always easy, is it, Pez? Well, last year. We went there and we were very, very... I'm talking about last year. I'm talking about the year before. <laughs> no, but no, I think, I think, I think your performance... Listen, I haven't seen the whole game, but I did see a, a, a bit of it. I think I'd be worried for Spurs because of the following. You've, you've given Sonny the captaincy. He still don't look like the player he was two years ago. I think Richarlison is 
a Skoda compared to Harry Kane. And I think Kulashevsky, I actually thought he was okay today. I think his touch is phenomenal, but I'm not sure about how physical he is. I, I, I'm a bit worried about him. I, I yeah. thought he started very well um, when he first came to the club. Um, I am worried that we haven't got the goals in Kulu, Son and Richarlison. But it's early days. I mean, we had four debuts today. Um, exactly. So it, it's going to take a while to jail. And it's certainly- Madison, Madison is, is, is going to be a delight for Spurs fans. Listen, historically, you're known as this flamboyant, you know, he's a, he's a Tottenham player. I actually do like Madison. I'm a bit pissed off you got him and you only got him for 45 million quid. However, if he if he's going to be the player you need to get you up the table into like third and fourth, he's going to have to have still an incredible season. And yeah. one of those front three, four, Solomon, you'll probably buy a striker. You're in for this Orban, aren't you, from Ghent or Genk or whatever. Yeah, gift Orban. I mean, we need we need another striker, to, if only to bring on with half an hour to go if we need a goal. We need. I still think we need an exciting sort of attacking midfielder or winger. Um, and I you think have got Bentecourt to, to come back. Yeah, but he's not going to be back, I've heard, till like October, November. And, and even then, you don't know how long it's going to take to get No, back. listen, it's going to take time. It's going you to know, take time. We we need another centre back. But saying that, and I'll I'll get pelters on Twitter, no doubt. Thought Sanchez was very good today. Um, had had a good game when he came on. Um, but we do need another centre back. We've still got so much dead wood. We got to get rid of. I would get rid of Reglion, um, Dyer, Dyer, Dyer. I think, I th- sorry, Holberg. Yeah, I don't think he fits the system now. Um, Probably get rid of Sanchez. I know he played well today, but I think that, you know, if they can bring him in. Sanchez, I I think when I see Sanchez, he's an awful, awful footballer, but he's like a B-Tech Sol Campbell. I know you don't like me mentioning Sol, but he's like physically, he's phenomenal, isn't he? He's quick, he's strong, but he's not really a footballer. But I don't know. When he first came and he played alongside Toby and Jan, he was actually quite good. I mean, one of his best games was at Real Madrid. Um, but oh, yeah. you know, I, I, th- I think it's too far gone now with Sanchez, even though, as I say, he played well today. So we've still got to get rid of, you know, I think four or five players. And I still think we need to, I mean, we've got, we're not in Europe. We've got a huge squad, so we need to get rid of. Yeah, you're going to have to get rid of players because he's not going to buy a striker. If Richarlison's on whatever money he's on, the front three pick themselves. You buy a young striker. You bought the guy from Argentina, but I've been told he's not going to be ready yet anyway. Yeah, apparently he's not going to probably play until 2024. Yeah, so you've got um, to buy a striker because if Richarlison or Son gets injured, you're, you're yeah. in, you know, you know, you're in shitland. Listen, Spurs, uh, I, I am absolutely over the moon that you sold him. Harry Kane I know you know and he he was a phenomenal goal scorer a phenomenal player are you going to beat Man U next week at home um I think you could get a result and what I mean by that is you could get a one all two all I'm going to be very interested in watching Manchester United this season yeah Um, I mean I mean both my boys aren't that confident at all about Man U I mean I don't think it's a tough game. Would I take a draw now? Probably. Um, you know, Angie's first home game. Hopefully the fans will be up for it. I think um, 
I think the atmosphere, not against the team, because I think the fans know this is a rebuild um, and are going to get behind the team and Ange, but the hostility towards Levy. Um, yeah. yeah. He's in Miami at the moment and I'm not sure he should come back just yet because there are... <laughs> no, uh, I think, listen, it's a good first home game for Ange because the expectation will be that it will be a bloody hard game. And, and if you do win... And, you know, do I want you to win? No, I don't. I'd rather it be a draw than Manchester United win, to be honest. Um, and I think I don't really know what to think about Man United. I think Varane and Martinez is a very, very good centre-half partnership. But things can happen. You know, uh, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. I mean, I just watched Liverpool-Chelsea. Let's go on quickly to, to the other the other teams. I mean, I watched Man City on Friday night. It was like a training session, really. Um the only thing of note that did happen is that Mr. De Bruyne is injured. So Yeah, and we, we've talked about this. He is getting more and more injuries, and, and they're the same sort of injuries that, as you get older, hard to shake off these hamstrings. Um, you know, yeah, he's... Listen, Man City, I would be amazed. They're going to buy probably this Pakitar, aren't they? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't watch enough of West Ham last year, but, I mean, the figures they're talking about... 90 yard 100 i mean average players you know are going for 100 million um, <laughs> um, yeah listen i they're still the favorites man city defensively they are absolutely superb they are when you think you what i watched spurs today listen okay with brentford without tony so you you, you weren't awful but you still look like you you've got a let in a goal arsenal yes Saliba back, outstanding centre-half. The new boy Timber, if he's not out for too long, we look good, but not as good as City at the back. Liverpool and Chelsea certainly didn't look like they were going to Someone you haven't mentioned, Newcastle. What are your thoughts on that? I watched the Newcastle game. I thought that um, Unai, who we were talking about in our first podcast, um, he played the high line. Yeah. They've got Isaac, they've got Bouton Barnes, they've got Wilson, they've got Almiron. Very dangerous to play the high line there. Their new boy um, that they bought, Pau pa- Torres from Bilbao. Is it yeah. Bilbao? Sorry if I've got that wrong. But um, he looked a little bit like, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, Newcastle are going to have a good season. Uh, they got, they got a good squad. You know, the, the guy they bought from, uh, is it AC Milan? Um, he looked good. I think they'll have a good season. Um, and I think at Newcastle, every week with those fans behind them, they're going to be very, very hard to beat. They're going to be very hard to beat. Um, but Man City, uh, you know, still favourites. Liverpool just now. I watched them. Strange game. I thought. I, th- I thought Liverpool were going to run away two or three nil at one stage, especially halfway through the first half. Um, but Chelsea, in fairness, came back into it. I think the draw was probably. A fair result. I think Chelsea were the better team after, from what I saw after, you know, certainly in the second half. I think Chelsea uh, and Cuckoo getting injured for three, four months yeah. is really unlucky for them. Really unlucky. Uh, they will need a forward. They, they will need to buy a forward. Um, I watched a little bit of Brighton. Yes, they were playing Luton. Phenomenal football club. Phenomenal manager. I would I'd be amazed if it doesn't work out for Postacoglu that your next manager... Well, possibly our next manager, who knows what's going to happen with Arteta, is not the boy at Bro- Deserby. What, what a great manager, although he does have some wonderful footballers. 
So uh, I think it's going to be a cracking season. I really do think it's going to be. It's okay, let's, let's do prediction time then very quickly. Your yep. top four? My top four in any order or do I have to? Go on. Say in order. I'm going to win it. In order. Well, obviously, obviously Arsenal first. I think if Saliba, Rice, Party, and Saka stay fit and play 95% of the games, Arsenal finish top two. That's all I'm going to say about that. With Man City the other way, poor, hard. Liverpool third. My heart says Newcastle fourth. My head says they've got a good manager, Manchester United. Probably them fourth. Arsenal to win the Champions League, the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup. <laughs> now, I think Real Madrid or Bayern Munich could challenge big time in the Champions League. I think Bayern Munich getting Harry Kane is phenomenal business. I know he's 100 million, but they don't give a damn about that. You know, he's going to he's gonna give them another six, seven, eight, nine goals in that Champions League. The FA Cup depends on how seriously... Man City take it, isn't it? And the Carabao Cup. You know, that's something that Spurs have got to be targeting. Although I noticed you got for once, you actually got a tricky draw away from home in a cup competition. Well, you know, it, it's no wonder that you've won the Emirates FA Cup so many times as you sponsor the tournament. Um, <laughs> and most of your games are at home. So, yeah. I've you know, second round, still in August, and only Spurs can get a Premier League away tie. I mean, it's just... And let me tell you, let me tell you, I rate their manager very, very high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got, they've got a good team. He's a good manager. Um, yeah, Mark, Mark whether or not he'll take it seriously, I don't know. Uh, we certainly have to. We haven't... Listen, we're not in Europe. We, we've got to play a full team. Um, I think Fulham and you, why not? Why, I, you know, for, could you buy Mitrovic? Well, I heard today that the uh, Saudi Arabia club are have come back in for him, and he obviously wants to go. And uh, Levy certainly ain't going to pay him twenty. Levy ain't yet. putting up the money for old Mitrovic, you know, against that. No, um, you've got to go far, and you've got to go deep in those cup competitions. Yeah, no, we, we've, we've got, got to. to go we've got to. Um, so next week we're playing, as you said, United on Saturday evening. Um, you're playing Palace on the Monday, so I think it makes sense that we do the podcast after the Palace game. Um, so Very tricky fun. game against a very, very good coach, a very well-run club who no longer have Zaha. Give me a favour. You'll win 4 nil. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> very hard game. Uh, I've had many a, a match there where we've been absolutely battered. So that's tricky. I think we might just get over the line in that game. And I'm going to go for... Tottenham won, Manchester United won in that okay, game. I'm going to go... Uh, I was going to say one all, but I'm not going to say the same as you. You can. I'm going to go 2-1 Spurs. 2-1 Spurs. He's going for his heart over his head. Manchester City, Manchester City, Newcastle. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Um, I am going to go 2-1 City. I'm going to go, I'm not going to say the same as you. I'm going to say, we're going to have a Desmond. We're going to have yeah. a Desmond 2 on that and one. And you're in 4-0 at Palace. Um, <laughs> listen, 
Thanks for listening, everyone. That's all we've yeah, got. Yeah, thanks for listening. Really, all, all we've really got time for this week. But uh, have a good week. We will return on Monday week. And until then, just remember, North London is. Sports Social Podcast Network.